Hey guys, I hope you are enjoying worship today. Um, I'm sitting down, and it's because I wanted to do something a little different today. We are in a situation that um, has caused a lot of fear in our country, a lot of fear in our city. Um, I've heard it said by pastors, by people in the community, uh, that what we're seeing right now has never been seen before, at least in our lifetimes. And so I, I want to speak to you today on the subject of controlling chaos. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to the book of Isaiah chapter 40, verse 30. Uh, I'm going to share the word with you today, and I'm going to preach to you in a sense, but really I just want to talk to you. And so as you are uh, watching me today, I want you to be commenting in the section below. I want you to be interactive. Um, if, you, if I say something that that you think is good, I want you to post amen with some, with some lifted up hands and all the things that you would normally do. Or maybe you don't normally go to a Pentecostal church, so that's not acceptable. Hey man, we release you today. Uh, we'll give you a sign-in day for, uh, for, for a Baptocostal or, or a temporary Pentecostal worship experience. Anyways, let's read our scripture. The Bible says, but those who trust in the Lord uh, for help will find their strength renewed. They will rise on wings like eagles. They will run and not get weary. They will walk and not grow weak. You know, as I found myself in Walmart the last few weeks, uh, last week and last few days, um, I, I, I've just been watching people. I'm a people watcher. Um, I, I love, I think it's just so interesting to see how people respond to one another and and the things that they do when they think that no one is actually watching them. Uh, and it's just, it's just interesting. People are funny. Like, like the other day I was in Walmart and, um, and I, was, uh, I was actually in there not to buy some water, but they just happened to have some water. And, uh, and there was a girl that was in front of me and she overheard somebody else saying that, hey, there's some water back there. And I, it was so funny. She said, for real? And girl lit out to the back of Walmart. I was talking about she was doing a normal walk, and then now, now since she's in a gallop. And I eventually catch up to her and her five uh, packages of water, and that is what it is. But, you know, just people are funny. Um, and, and what I've also seen in the last few days is people are scared. In that visit to Walmart, I was being nosy. Don't judge me. You probably are nosy uh, more than you admit to being and uh, I heard people say constantly what are we going to do what if this happens what if that happens um, several statements like that and the biggest thing that stuck with me that I kept hearing that you don't normally hear spoken out loud it's just kind of insinuated by reading through what people are saying people are scared people are afraid of what's about to happen they've never lived through something like this and they don't know what to do, and they need leadership. This is where we as the church, it's our time, guys. It, this is the place where the church stands up and says, hey, let us tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you about a man who can make sure you have what you need, and the first thing you need is the blood to cover your life. This is the time for the church to stand up in faith. I'm not saying be unwise, because I'll tell you, some would tell me that I don't have enough faith because I'm doing an online service today. And to those people, I'd say, mind your business. Mm, Lord Jesus, I hope I got an amen right there. Um, but I do know this. I, I know that God is the God who expects us to be wise and to make smart decisions through prayer, prayerful consideration. 
Uh, but he's still the God that speaks into graves and dead things have to get up and walk. He has not changed. And so we, the church, we, our story has to be in this time that, hey, God has not changed. He's still real. His Holy Spirit can still come and minister to you. And he can, he can take that, that fear away and replace it with faith. That's that, that has to be our story. But you know what? This is what's funny. It's so easy to forget that we are those people. What I've seen in the last few days is everybody is talking about somebody but not admitting what their place is in this demographic that we have right now. We all are very quick, and, and this is a struggle that I have. We're all very quick to look at how other people responding and laugh at how they're responding and talk about how we would do it differently. But the truth is, is if we were 100% honest, we do things that are funny in response to this COVID-19, and we also do things that insinuate and probably reveal that we are afraid. Now, the first thing, one of the first things I want to say to you is, God has not given you the spirit of fear. You don't have anything to be afraid of, uh, because at the end of the day, we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. And I, you know, there may no, there may not be bread on the shelves, and I don't, I don't know how to explain all of the ins and outs of the concerns that you may have. But I do know that God is is all that we need to get through this. I know that He's the one that's going to provide for us. He's the one that's going to make sure there's a ram in the thicket. He's the one that's going to make sure that we have the necessities. All right, and so the church, it's part of our responsibility right now to not just proclaim the gospel of Jesus, but to actually believe it in our own hearts. You see, chaos has the ability to throw off even the most stable people. Chaos has the ability to just throw us all off kilter, and that's what we're dealing with is chaos. And I want to talk to you about controlling chaos today. Um, chaos reminds me of the insurance guy who calls himself Mayhem. They make some of the most amazing commercials. I, one of them is where he's a dog in a girl's car, and he's being all sweet, and then he's licking on her, and next thing you know, she's in like a, a big old big car pileup, um, and, and everything is chaotic. But my favorite is one that I watched recently. Um, he, he, he's pretending to be a cat. Uh, and, and he says in this, you think this is love, like he's letting her pet on him or whatever. And uh, that sounds a little odd, but, it, you know, remember he's being a cat. And uh, he, he says, you think this is love? No, this is a million years of tiger DNA ready to pounce. It's so funny to me. And then he just destroys the house because uh, he's mayhem. Um, chaos has the ability to throw us off kilter because it throws a lot of unknowns in our direction. Uh, there's a lot of things that we can't explain. There's a lot of things that we have to figure out for the first time. And it becomes really scary. These people in commercials, they're normal. They're just everyday people. But chaos finds them. Okay, I want you to write this down. Um, the constant tension right now is this. Write this down. Chaos will find us. Right now, it's the coronavirus. Maybe next week, it could be divorce. The week after that, it may be cancer. You may be dealing with all three of those things right now. I don't know. But what I know is that um, chaos finds us. Uncertainty, it, it, it finds us. And what becomes important is not whether or not chaos will find us. It's what our response to chaos will be. This is where we truly begin to put on the nature and the character of Christ. 
It's not, we don't reveal our Christian nature when things are going well. Really the level of salvation and sanctification and uh, that's pulled out of us whenever we are being pressed. Right now, guys, we're being pressed. There's some of you, you, you've got some real questions. You're being pressed right now. And this is the time where what's on the inside is going to be forced out of you. So what's coming out of you? Is it fear or is it faith? Is chaos controlling your, your faith? Is chaos coming to your life right now and it's freaking you out and, and you're afraid and you're full of anxiety? I need to tell you, God doesn't want you to live that way. God doesn't want you to live with a spirit of fear. God doesn't want you to live wondering where your next meal is going to come from. God doesn't want you to live in, in such a way that, uh, that, that everything that comes into your life has the ability to just knock you so far off of balance. No, God wants you to control chaos. That's an interesting question. That's an interesting statement. Can we control chaos? Let's, let's look at the word. Uh, we, we have to learn a few things about chaos before we can control it. And I think we can learn some things from our scripture today. Again, our scripture said, but those who trust in the Lord for help will find their strength renewed. They will rise on wings like eagles. They will run and not get weary. They will walk and not grow weak. That's Isaiah 40, uh, verse 31. The thing, the first thing we need to find out or that we need to realize is that our strength is not found in our ability to figure chaos out. Now, there are people right now, their job, thank God, is to figure out the coronavirus. It's to figure out how to cure it, how to create a vaccine for it, how to respond to it, how to make sure our economy doesn't crumble. That's their job, Okay. But I want to talk to the spiritual implications that we are looking at, okay? And the emotional well-being, all right? Your initial job is not to figure chaos out. Chaos is called chaos for a reason. It's random. And its mission is to throw you off kilter, throw you off balance. And so don't waste your energy trying to figure chaos out because what will happen is as you're trying to figure chaos out and you're trying to answer questions to which there may not even be an answer, you are using all that energy where you could be spending that energy ministering to someone else or receiving ministry from the Lord. Man, stop chasing answers that may not be there, okay? When we focus our energy on organizing chaos without leaning into the Lord, this is what we're doing. We are leaning on our own understanding and we're leaning on our own strength. And I'm going to tell you, that will run out quickly. There's a reason that we depend on the grace of God through the blood of Jesus. It's because we just don't have it in us. We don't have it in us to be good. We can't sustain ourselves. We need the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. And if you are trying to walk through this current pandemic without the help of the Lord, you are going to run out of strength. If you continue with the level of fear that you may be carrying right now, if you continue with the level of uncertainty that's burdening your heart and it feels like just weights on your shoulders right now, you are going to run out of strength. And you might need counseling at the end of this. That's not God's will. It's not God's will at all. The alternative is simply learning to lean into God. You see, in this scripture, he promises us a few things. 
First, he promises us that he's going to renew our strength. Now, this is not just physical strength. This is not about weightlifting or big muscles. It's about spiritual and emotional well-being. He's saying, I'm going to make sure that you are strong where it counts. You know where your mind goes, your body's going to follow. Where your mind goes, your spirit's going to follow. And so the Lord wants you to have your strength renewed, and that only comes by depending on Him. Stop depending on your own uh, uh, intelligence. Stop depending on your own wisdom. And hand that off to the Lord. He also promises that they will not get weary. When we lean on the Lord, we are utilizing His strength. And His strength is unlimited. We are very limited. I get less than six hours of sleep, and I am not a good person. Um, I'm very limited in my temperament. I'm limited in my understanding. I'm limited in my intelligence. I'm limited. But when I lean on God, He is unlimited. One of my favorite scriptures uh, is uh, with man. Jesus says that with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. You're going to get through this. I just want to stop right here. And I need to tell somebody, you're worried, but you're going to get through this. God is going to carry you through this. And a year from now, this is just going to be a part of your story. This is going to be a story that you had where you're going to tell your kids or your grandkids, man, I remember whenever I was locked in my house for a week and I got so tired of Netflix and potato chips. It's going to be a part of your story, but it's going to pass also promises uh, that they will not grow weak. That's what we just went through. And so we, they, we will not grow weak. This means that you're going to be able to finish. You're going to finish. And my prayer for you is that you're going to finish well. Not that you just scrape across the finish line. But as this pandemic runs its course, that you actually grow. Because you see, I believe that we grow in our relationship with the Lord when it's tested. The testing isn't meant to break our faith. It's meant to build our faith. But it's only built if we lean into the Lord and we allow Him to grow us. I know that we live in scary times. Look, I've got three kids. I've got a family. I've got a lot of people that I care about. I know that we live in scary times. And I don't want to undervalue that or minimize that. But I also know that we serve a good God. And He never leaves us in hard times. I almost want to walk around right now. Uh, and so I'm going to stop myself. But we serve a God who doesn't run out on us in hard times. He is our very present help in hard times. You see, God isn't the God who runs out when things get hard. He's the God that shows up when things get hard. I mean, I think about even the, the cross of Jesus and how he was hanging on Calvary and he died and gave his life for our sins and he was buried in a grave for three days. God didn't give up. He pulled him out of the grave, man. God is not weak and he's not scared and he's not worried. You don't have to be worried because he's bigger than what you're facing. 
You may not even be worried about coronavirus today. You may not even be concerned, but you may be facing something else. Maybe it's a doctor's report. Maybe it's a family issue. And my answer to you is the same as it would be to anyone else today, regardless of their circumstance, is that God is good and he's great and he's able. What do I mean by that? He's good in that he wants what's best for you. He's great in that there's nothing that's equal to him. I'm just about ready to run up in here. I'm telling you, God is both good and he's great and he's on your side. You don't have anything to worry about. If we were at church right now, in fact, you can do it. Look to your neighbor and say, you don't have anything to worry about. If you're by yourself, just talk to yourself. Talk to the Lord. That's all right. <laughs> we live in scary times, but we serve a good God. And so understanding that God is working for us and that he's good and that he's great allows us to do a few things. And I'm getting ready to close. I'm going to give you four things that I want you to do. One, take time to breathe. Take time to breathe. In fact, do it right now. Just breathe in deep. Lowers your heart rate. Gets air to your brain. Some of us need lots of air to our brain because it is not functioning correctly. Um, breathe. I want you to remember the story of, of Adam's creation. What did, what did God do? The Bible says that he formed Adam out of a bunch of dirt and mud. And then he breathed into him. That word breath is the word pneuma. He breathed into him. He breathed his very spirit into him. Life was literally breathed into Adam. I want you to take a step back. Take a step back from all the chaos, from all the craziness that's happened to you this week. And I just want you to... Let God fill you with his spirit, with his pneuma, with his fresh wind. Just breathe. I'm always surprised by how refreshed I am just by taking a moment to calm my heart when the, by allowing the presence of the Lord to enter my literal physical being just by breathing. I just breathe him out. Lord, help me. Lord, I need you. Breathe him in. And as you call on him, he's going to be there. So one is take a breath. Calm down. Second, decide to control your thoughts. Decide to control your thoughts. You see, your thoughts will determine your actions. So if through this or any other situation you find yourself in, if you are always woe is me, that's, that's the direction that you're going to go in. Because your body will follow your mind, and unfortunately, so will your spirit. And so you have to decide that you are going to control your thoughts through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. It's so important for us to be mindful of our thoughts. Uh, I, I, was, I was having a conversation with someone uh, today, and, and I realized, because preachers are not perfect, um, I realized that I was being kind of negative. Actually, it was yesterday. I'm getting my days. They're all rolling in together. I realized I was being kind of negative, and I said, you know what, I've got to reset. I've got to reset, because I knew that if I continued to talk negatively, it would take me to a negative place, and that's not good. That's not where God wants us to be. Through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, we can pull those thoughts into, the cap into captivity, into the captivity, excuse me, I'm getting tongue-tied, of Christ. We can say, you know what, I'm not, no, no, no Jesus, 
I give that thought to you and I plead the blood of Jesus over these negative feelings. I plead the blood of Jesus over this fear. I plead the blood of Jesus over this anxiety. I plead the blood over my mind and I pull every imagination that comes, rises up against you down into submission to you. And you can do that through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. I mean, right now, how much could you benefit from simply asking God to help you control your thoughts? It's not natural, but it's necessary and your life will be so much better if you do that. So one is take a breath. Two, decide to control your thoughts through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Three, choose faith over fear. Choose faith over fear. You can't control your surroundings, but you can control how you respond to them. We only add to the chaos when we don't control our response to it. People tell me all the time, well, I, I, I did this because they did that. No, they can do whatever they want. It's up to you to decide how you will respond. Chaos is overwhelming and it's suffocating. So if you're not careful, chaos will choke out your faith and it will replace it with fear. But if you take a breath, if you decide in your heart, I'm going to pull these thoughts into submission to Christ, then you have the ability to choose faith over fear. I will believe even though it doesn't make sense. The, the old saying says that uh, a boat uh, doesn't sink because of what's around it. It sinks because of the water that gets in it. Look, your life can be going crazy. That doesn't mean you have to be going crazy. You've got to ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom, to give you patience, and to build your faith in this time. And you've got to choose your thoughts. When those thoughts of negativity and those thoughts of fear start coming in, you've got to say, no, not today. Not today, Satan. I plead the blood over my mind and I'm going to move in faith and I'm not going to allow fear to control my thoughts or my actions. So the fourth thing, be, when you do that, now you can be an agent of faith that spreads faith instead of fear. Now you have what you need to control the chaos because now you can respond to it correctly as it surrounds you and you can start to spread peace to those that are suffering and chaotic situations. I, I really believe that chaos, the, the goal of it is to just throw us off. And I don't know about you, but for me, I, I, I refuse to give the devil one day, one hour, one minute. No. I choose faith over fear. I will control the chaos. I asked earlier that we, we posed that question and I'm getting ready to close here. Can you control chaos? Nope. You can't control the elements that are thrown at you. But through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, you can control how you respond to those things. I want to leave you with this thought today. Write this down. Control what you can and give God what you can. I'm going to say it again. Control what you can and give God what you can. There are going to be things that are outside of your ability outside of your power outside of your realm of influence but God is sovereign over everything so you do the best you can with what you can and the rest of it you just got to leave up to God I know that we live in a serious time I know that we live in a scary time right now but there's no time like today to know that you know that Jesus is Lord and so I want to pray for two different people today Maybe you've heard me going on and on about how good God is, but you don't know him. 
you don't know peace like we know peace. And you hear me talking about this assurance and faith over fear, and that just does not make sense to you. Maybe it's because it's time for you to put your faith in Jesus. If that's you, normally I would pray over you, but if that's you and you're interested and you want to hear more about Jesus, I want you to comment below or I want you to send us a direct message. I want to talk to you and it's gonna, I, I'm going to personally talk to you and I want to know what's going on in your life and I want to see how we can help you. And, 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 if, and if you've got questions about faith and about God, I want to help walk you through that. I come from an atheistic background, so I understand the questions that come with Christianity um, and I want to help you. I want to help you through that because now more than ever, you, you need you need faith. You need to know that there is a, a sovereign God that is bigger than what you are currently facing. And secondly, guys, I want to pray for strength and wisdom and peace and help so that you can control the chaos in your life. Let me pray over you right now. Father, I just thank I thank you for the peace that surpasses all understanding that comes from knowing you and knowing your son. Father, you know the fear and the anxiety that is, uh, that is really taken over the world right now. But we know you. <laughs> we know you, God. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would encourage us, that you would help us to control the chaos in our lives, to control our responses to the chaos in our lives. Remind us that you are sovereign and remind us in our heart, not just in our head, but remind us in our heart that you are in control. Father, thank you for those that are watching today. I speak faith in their, into their lives. I, I pray for favor, God. I pray for divine protection and provision. Father, I pray against the spirit of fear. Thank you for this platform, God, and for others that we will be using to spread your gospel. Father, for those that are looking for hope today, I pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would convict them. I pray, God, that I get messages today of people that want to put their trust in you as their Savior. We love you, God. Be with us. Lead us. Guide us and direct us. Help us be an excellent example of your church. In Jesus' name. Hey guys, it has been wonderful being with you today. Uh, this is going to conclude our services, but man, I cannot wait to see you again. Make sure that you are keeping up with all of the updates uh, so that you know exactly what types of services we're going to be doing. Again, that could be changing. Look, I look forward to seeing you again. We are fasting right now against this coronavirus, so if you're not currently fasting with us, fast with us. We are praying every day at 7 p.m., praying against coronavirus, praying for a cure, praying for a vaccine, praying that it blows over quickly. Guys, I love you. Cannot wait to see you again in person outside of quarantine. Y'all be blessed.